Alright uh, guys, this is uh, Tin Man 20. Sunny One. Cherry Paris. Cherry Paris. And CC Lab. Come to you from uh, Texas. It's a long, hot night. And uh, today we're going to be speaking about uh, religion and God and how it, how it affects y'all. And uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, what, what kind of... Uh, what kind of moments have y'all had in your life that has uh, impacted you, and you know, and how has God gotten through it? Was it, you know, was it? And uh, I know for me, when I was 25, I lost my mom, and she had a heart attack, and uh, she was 56 when she passed. And I was working nights on my job, and I got home everything got off the 12 at night got home went to bed and i woke up and i heard the news from my stepmom she told me that my mom had passed away and of course i didn't believe her you know it's natural um but when my aunt called you know that confirmed it right there and i just i started screaming to the top of my lungs um i was crying hysterically you know that's losing your mom is the hardest thing in the world, so it's a it's, it's very hard. But I was already going through a lot of uh, I was already going through a dark time. I was going through a lot of bad things in my life, and uh, when she died, it just added on more to it. But I will say this: it took time, but prayer and God got me through it. And uh, you know, and people say all the time, "Well, you know, God's not real. God's not real." Yes, He is. He's real. He's the. He's everywhere. He is everywhere, and he has always had his hands on my shoulders, walking with me through my journey in life. Um, Cece Bell, how has what what's been an impact? That's what's been an impact that's impacted you in your life. What. And what has let you know? What has, how has God gotten you through? What's impacted you? Um, the death of my husband four years ago uh, has was the worst thing that happened to me so far. You know, I guess in my life, lost my dad in '99. I thought I would die when that happened, and um, I, I hurt so bad that I can't even tell you how bad it was. But then my husband died four years ago, and um, and uh, then uh, anyway, um, it just uh, impacted me, you know, in my life as far as it changed everything in my life. I even to down to what I do at home, you know. I mean, everything fell responsibility fell on me. Um, I've I've had to do, you know, everything. And I mean, even, and it affects me every day, even after four years, because I walk outside and I see the things that he didn't finish, you know, that I haven't finished. Your husband. My husband, yep. yes. And, uh, uh, I mean, I see his tractor. I see, you know, everything. But uh, Didn't you tell then, me that he loved trains? Oh, he loved trains. He loved his model trains. His, his setup and stuff is still there and... Um, his glasses are still on the train set where he left them, you know, um, haven't moved them in um, four years. So, I mean, at some point I've got to go and do it. And 
but it's hard to do that, you know. Yeah, it's hard to to have to go in there because it's it's a mental stride that you have to break through. Oh, I, sure. I know that when my when I was fifteen and my grandpa Art passed away, which was my mom's stepfather, my grandma went through a period of just disbelief because the man had a heart of gold and he was a very he was very he was a God fearing man. Um, he was a hard worker, one of the hardest workers I ever knew in my life. And even when he was retired, he was out he was out in the yard doing something. Um, just and the man had heart problems. He was on a second pacemaker. He had already had a stroke. You know, crazy thing was he had died once before I was born back in the eighties, and he came back to life. Um, the man just had a lot of a lot of problems, but he was a hard worker. And you know when it when it comes to the word of God, he was he was right there in it. And one one of the things that I loved about him was when we weren't doing something outside, when we was inside, he would always pull the Bible out and he would talk to me about Christ. And he was the one that suggested to my dad that I get baptized. And we did. I believe I was probably about seven years old when I got baptized. The funny thing about it was we we went to this church, a Baptist church, actually, and very good church. The preacher was just awesome, awesome preacher. And, uh, well, the day of my baptism, the preacher told us that the hot water heater was broke and that I was going to be baptized in cold water. And he said, look, <laughs> we're going to go in there and I'm going to say what we got to say and baptize you real fast so we can get out. And uh, I'll tell you what, we went in there but two seconds. <laughs> it felt like I was in the Atlantic Ocean. That's how cold it was. It was cold, very cold. But uh, getting back, so um, with your husband's passing, I mean, how has, you know, your faith with God and how has it slowly gotten you through? I mean, uh, is it just the the strong faith that you have in God and praying every night and just, you know? Honest with you? I'll be real honest. At first, I was very angry and... um, you know, and you ask the hard questions, you know, why, you know, yeah. he's 54 years old. Um, his dad died at 54 too. Um, and, uh, my dad died at 54. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have a son that's 30 now and he thinks, you know, at 54 he's going to, and that's his mindset. So how, how, but this, how has this impacted your son? Oh, horrible. I mean, he's gained, oh my God, he's gained so much weight from, you know, I think just being depressed and and he doesn't, he doesn't, um, like I said, he thinks he's going to die at 54, you know, and uh, it just... uh, Because Mr. Lynch has other grandfather on the other side. Right, both grandfathers died at 54 and his dad died at 54, so... um, you know, it doesn't put you in a mindset. You know, it really does. So, yeah. um, but he he is angry also. I mean, I mean, he I think he's gotten better on that. You know, but he was having panic attacks after his dad died, um, like crazy. I mean, I had to worry about all of that. But uh, they, um, I had to worry about him having all them panic attacks, and and like I said, my if it wasn't for my son. And my dogs, you know, getting me through it, you know, because I had to take care of my animals too, you know. And um, 
but you know you just pray night and hopefully everything gets better and and it's still you know it's still bad it's still I'll put it this way it got the first year was bad second year it seemed to get better third year was even worse it don't know why I felt worse the third year and here lately it's been a little better so but Richard was the one that always said hey let's go to church hey get up let's go to church you know so he was the driving force behind he tried, us he, going yeah, yeah he, he, he was. tried to be the he was. he was trying to be the spiritual leader which he was he yeah. was and, and, we, and we which, fell behind and we fell behind now I which mean, you know have, that's that's natural you know and but but going with that saying is you know and i believe just like the bible says the man is to be the spiritual leader of the house um, if, if the father is not present in the house, then, you know, I feel like the kids will just, unless that mom's a strong mother. Oh, I've seen it where a mother, a single mother, and that had three kids and they ran all over her. Yeah. And I'm talking eight, ten years old, you know, because there wasn't a father present in the house. And normally, you know, when you've got a father in the house and he is a spiritual leader, he's a hard worker, he's teaching his sons how to be a man and how to live for God. And, you know, he's teaching them how to love a woman the way that God, you know, the way that, you know, Christ, Christ loves us. And, but it, it, it's hard. Um, Sonny One, what, what, uh, what has something that you've been through impacted you and how has God gotten you through your difficult times that you've gone through? Well, mine's uh, very similar, just like y'all's. I lost my mom. Uh, about 13 years ago and I was a mama's boy I'm an only child adopted at that you know so there's a double whammy and I thought my mom you know death was the hardest thing I would ever face you know and it was my biggest fear in all of life and you know I grieved and grieved and grieved but then 10 years later my dad passed away which was 3 years ago and for some reason it was like 10 times as hard as even my mother's death. And one reason is, uh, you know, it's different when you get a call and you're going to the hospital and you know somebody passed away, they just hadn't told you yet and they meet you in the hallway and tell you. But in my dad's case, I knew he wasn't feeling well and I was gonna take him to the doctor in about four hours. You know, he, he didn't wanna go yet. And I, I went and laid down about four or five hours and got up and checked on him at like 5.30. When I walk in the room at 5.30, I don't see him in the bed. I don't smell no coffee. So I go back and look, his TV's not on. So I go back and look in his bed again, he's not, he's not there. And I walk around, I look, he had fell on the floor. And um, so, I mean, like a 10-year-old boy, I ran and jumped on him and grabbed him by his shirt and started hollering and screaming, wake up, daddy, wake up, daddy. And then I snapped. Oh, man, I got to call 911. I called 911, 911 right away. And uh, he had passed away, but he was still warm. So it obviously wasn't very long, you know. So there was some hope of maybe getting him back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he, he probably just, he, he went out for you. He had probably come into the room. And it wasn't that long, yeah. Not very long at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a matter of fact, you know, so I got 911 and they sent somebody right away, but they told me, you know, I, I took CC, you know, I'd done the uh, CPR. CPR before, but it had been many years. 
And you know we have to take that training. And but anyway, I did it, and I, I did it all the way until they got there. And I'm gonna tell you, man, that is some exercise. If while you're waiting on them to get there, you keep keep doing that. Yeah. But you know you ain't gonna stop. And um, so then they came and they worked on him for an hour straight. And um, they said, well, we can't get nothing. We're gonna take him to the hospital. Do you want us to continue? And I said, yeah, give him every chance. I mean, I, I knew it was probably hopeless. You know, it's been an hour, you know, or 45 minutes, 30 minutes. I said, yeah, keep doing it. And uh, so anyway, his death actually got me completely over my mom's. It's, it's so strange. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, yours, how old are you now? 61. 61, okay. Um, if it's, you know, if you've gone through like me, um, you know, when I was a child growing up, you know, my grandpa, like I said earlier, when I was 15, was the first one that passed. And as I got older, all my grandparents started to pass. You know, and in between that time period, my mom passed, and I've had uh, I had an aunt that passed when I was 15, and um, and then I had another aunt that passed. So, you know, it, is that what makes it so hard? Is when because finally you realize, you realize that you know you you losing everybody that you love, and it makes you realize that it's the end of something. Yeah, it's it's in something that your time will eventually come one day. And it's not it's and no, it's not even worrying about my time because I've seen enough young people and enough people that I knew die. I I know I talk to her all the time. I say, you know, got cherished the moment. I said, you know, because I know every morning you wake up is a gift, man. You're very fortunate to wake up. Period. I don't care who you are. Gotcha. Okay, you you can your that like your life can be over it. 30 as well as 40. Yeah. So, um, so it, it, yes, to, to your point, it you're right. It is the end of something. But all those other deaths are no preparation for the last one. And it was like I say, the end of it, you know. Yeah. There's no, pre- I mean, and I prepped myself and sacrificed every single thing to take care of my dad. And that, you know, thank God I did that. That made me feel a little bit better, but it didn't matter. Cause, and and, and it's, it's the only thing in life I've probably ever been selfish at because I'm not selfish about anything else. You know, I'm selfish. I want my dad. And in his mind, it was he wanted to go. He knew where he was going. He was ready. More than ready. Yeah. He, he had outlived it. He was 86. He had actually outlived the function of his body to a certain degree, and he didn't like being in that body. Yeah. But 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 I was selfish. I wanted him here with me. You know, and uh, but that, yeah, that's that's definitely the hardest moment of my entire life. Now, how uh, you know? So whenever they pass, I mean, did you, you know, you put your faith in God and, and just pray to. Pray that God, you know, eventually over time will heal you and, and get you through, you know, your path in life. And because, you know, I believe that all of our paths are different, you know, because all of our boots tell a different story. And God is right there with us. You know, like the same footprints, you know, God is with us every step of the way. No matter what we go through, He's always there. It's all about learning. Yes. You know, I'll tell you something. I have learned an awful lot through my dad's death. You know, my dad looked me in the eye the night before, you know, and he, I knew he was pretty bad and get pretty weak, 
you know, I was helping him to the bathroom and everything, and I just helped him to the bathroom, and his eyes were really, really bloodshot, and he looked me right in the eye, and he said, son, I love you, but you're going to know sorrow. And, you know, I tell you what, you know, you think you know what it's like. You ain't never been hit by a train. You don't know what it's like to be hit by a train. You think you know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. And that's, and that's true, you know, when... Some some people don't know until they until they go through. I know. Sure, you can't. Yeah, you never do. And I, I know for me, it's like a, a skinny person knowing how a fat person feels. Have no you idea. Know? They have no idea. No idea. No idea. And you know, I didn't know. I knew what it was like to lose grandparents and aunt. It's a little different. A little different. It's it's different. But you know, when when you lose a parent like I've lost and like y'all lost, it's more it's personal. hard. It's more personal. It's personal. It's hard because you've lost a part of you and. You know, and there's no coming back. It's not like breaking up with a girlfriend or getting a divorce. Right. You know, that person's still going to be around at some point, even though it may hurt you like, oh, get out. This is permanent. Yeah. Now, my yeah. dad did come back to me in a dream. And after he came back to me in his dream, you know, in the first year, I don't even remember what it was, but I, I was better. He basically was telling me he was okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I told him one time before he died, I said, if you can ever come back to me, come back to me. He said, David, I, I would scare you to death if I did that. And he's right. If he was to walk out right now, I would think it's a fake part. No, you're not my dad. Whoever you are, you're portraying, you know, because I know he ain't coming back. And just, just the, the, the permanent aspect of it is, 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 is so final. And like I say, it's the end of that era. I know it took me about... It took me about three to four years to finally, you know, get get over the fact that she's gone. Even though it's it's hard for me because um, I still wish she was here every day because I still relive that moment every day when she when she passed. I still remember being woken up in the morning, but now I'm used to her being gone. It's like you know, like breaking up with a girlfriend. It's 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 over. And I know that my mom's in peace, and that's uh, that's why you know, if it wasn't for God, I would have never got through it, because He has got me through my hardest moments in life, and I can say that I have victory in Jesus Christ. Now moving on, um, Jerry Paris, what has been some defining moments in your life? And you know what's funny about you is you come from a time period, you know. That was different back then when families were families and the fathers were in the home and, and you know, you went to church and, you know, you, you read your Bible. Um, you know, you came up in the time period of, what, the 50s and the 60s? What year was you born? 46. I'll be in about six months, 74 years old. So I've been through lots of stages of life, seen many things. Many deaths. Many, many deaths. Some closer than others that still are with me. Been through a lot of losses. I don't even know sometimes they've been so many through all these many years. Uh, had some even when I was a child. Um, and as I grew and got older, then 
I'll just try to pick some of the main things that's happened through life because, like I said, there's many of them. And I've got through each one of them. Not to say that it wasn't hard, because it was. Uh, I've been through floods. I've lost my home, which was very important. That was fire. Uh, my house, that was fire. I had my house burnt down. With their dogs in it? I lost my cat and my two dogs in it. Then had to leave and go somewhere else and couldn't bring the other dogs that I needed, so I lost them too. And I'm an animal lover very much, so, so even after all these years, it's still in my heart, in my mind. And what has been what has been the one moment that you've gone through that's really affected you the most? What I'm going through now. It's been my darkest darkest thing. Yeah. And I keep saying that this will pass too. Because I do have faith in God. I did have cancer. I went through that. And that, that was a moment when my son-in-law had said, I see you just working and just singing and talking, and you got cancer. And I says, well, I have two choices. I can lay down on the couch and be depressed. I said, or I can have faith and see myself healing and knowing that God's going to be with me. And I can either be happy or sad. There's nothing I can do about it. It's not in my hands. Yeah. And I came through it. And the doctors and the nurses were all greeting me when I came in and said they got it all. So that, that was a defining moment right there because my neighbor had the exact same thing that I had. And she died about two weeks after they told her that she had it. So, so she must have been in a higher stage. She probably was. She was probably in four. Mine, when they found mine, I was in stage two, fixing to go into three. Yeah. They were. But it was. But it was still in a place where they could still kind of combat it. And yeah. 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 It was uterine cancer. So. Yeah. And then, you know, would you say that? Uh, you know, your faith in God and going, having cancer going through, would you say that made you a stronger person? Yes. 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 Very much so. And it just fell the way that it fell, too, with uh, insurance, because she had no insurance at the time. Oh, that's and true. She had no insurance, and uh, she was relying on the, the state, you know, to, for her medical. And it just... They didn't do anything. They wouldn't do anything and it just a door uh, opened it did it was a, a miracle door that opened up and the doctor said that she would do all the surgery and everything and that the hospital picked I was up the one bill. that they picked to go through the surgery at St. Luke's without any now that's a miracle yeah without anything and had one of the best doctors there to do it 
you had something left to do. Yes. It wasn't your time. You had something left yes. to do. You know, and one, one thing that I've learned and thought about, and I thought about this especially as a young, athletic, really, really strong man, and as me now in an older state, sometimes with a few injuries and everything, you're a better man than you are when you're running in the wind like a, a horse that's just loosed in a pasture, you know. So true. So, uh, so I think sometimes God allows certain things to happen to us, you know, and we, we, we learn from all of these things. Be, be it the death of someone else, however bad it may be, you, you learn a lesson there and you learn, like, I value people I'm around in the moments better and more and cherish them much more, you know, all moments of my life, you know, whereas before, it was you know, I wouldn't you. smell the coffee and enjoy this right here, this beautiful woman, you know, this great person right here. I wouldn't, I'd be there, but I wouldn't be in tone or in tune with it to the degree that, that I am now, Yeah, you know, so it made me a different person. Now, is that better? We grow. Yeah. We grow. Yeah, and it does. Well, so. I think you do go through a lot of trials and tribulation. I mean... It's just like we were talking yesterday. Um, was it yesterday or today? I don't remember. Uh, we were saying that even with this virus going around and everything that's happening, and you know, some people are not able to deal with what um, you know what's happening to them. I mean, if you uh, you have to live, you know, a rough life, a rough life, you know, and we have dealt with a lot of things in our life and things that have happened to us and we go why is it so hard why did we go through such hard times and other people has got so much you know and we're like well I guess maybe that's what he intends us to do you know to, yeah. to learn you know because maybe one day we will have to even go through even harder times and it, maybe we want because people are killing themselves when they can't you know sometimes when they can't deal with things so maybe our trials right now are what's they do make you stronger and they they do make they make you more prepared for something like this in other words after the death of my dad i went through a lot of different things you know i had never had my electricity turned off in my whole life ever you know i never had my hot water turned none of that stuff i had all of it happen now so when when things come and things happen i'm able to deal with them a little bit better you know what I mean? Right. But yeah. but when I had that sugar coated kind of life, I didn't really learn very much, man. To be honest with you. Yeah. You know, and one thing I can say is I, I've gone through a lot of rocky roads in my life, and I've been through a lot of bad experiences. You know, and I believe that God will never give you anything that will be too hard for you to defeat. He always gives you. He gives you enough that you can handle. And Even though some it's true. You, think, you feel like it's <laughs> man. I've had. I've done. I'm. I'm. I'm done. You know. Yeah, and that's what you feel like sometimes. That that's one thing I can always you know attest to that no matter what I've gone through in life, no matter what my mom dying, um, some of the bad things that have happened to me as a child or or anything, I can always say at the end of the day that it made me a stronger person. And it made me a stronger person in Christ because if it wasn't for God holding my hand, leading me the way my journey life, I would have never made it. And my faith in Him was strong. 
Yes, I'm not the perfect Christian, and I backslide sometimes. I do. I make mistakes, and I know we all do. But I believe that's one thing we can say is we have that faith that he will get us through the next day. He it's covered true. it all on the cross. He did, and he died on the cross for our sins. But for people out there that don't have the, the faith, I can see where, uh, you know, things can happen like, you want it you want to have more faith. I do. I want to have more faith. But there's times when I don't have the faith that I should have. I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah. I, I really don't. I see friends of mine. I see friends of mine and, and I mean they're wholeheartedly believe my dad, what they my do. Dad's and I go, I wished I no had as much what. faith that they, as they do. So people that are out there that are struggling with that, that don't have the faith that they want to have, then I guess you need to Ask God to give it to you and, and open up your heart more that you will get, you know, have more faith. So, yeah, you know, and that's you know. one thing you do, you know, you always say a prayer to God and ask Him, you know, please, God, show me the way, give me your wisdom, come into my heart and my mind, and give me the faith to carry on. You know, and it's almost like that song over and over God is faithful, over and over, He's got me through it all over and over again you know and the good thing about all of us we're all different age groups i'm the youngest one out of all but i've experienced a lot and all my other co-hosts have experienced a lot and i could say that you know with god and faith has taught us a lot and it's gotten us to where we are now and uh we called you we call you an old soul by the way yes they do they, they really call do. me the old soul yeah <laughs> he may be the youngest one, but he also, he almost thinks like the oldest one of us all. <laughs> yep. So, um, I guess, you know, we go to closing now, but for any of you out there that, you know, maybe, maybe you're on your path and journey to, to finding God, you know, um, or maybe you're going through some trials and tribulations right now, you know, just, just say a little prayer to God. Trust me. He will get you through your most darkest times. I don't care what it is. He got me through it, and he's gotten my other friends through it. And if he could do it for us, he will do it for you. Just give it all to him. Just give everything you got and say, God, please, right now I need you more than ever. I'm giving everything I have to you. I'm getting on my knees, Lord, and I'm coming to you as a child of God. I'm coming to you right now, Lord, and I'm giving it all to you. And I ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if you say that prayer, I'm telling you right now, God is watching out for you. And he's watching out for everybody. And I know right now it's a dark time in this world. And it really is. But God is going to get us through no matter what. And But I just want to thank you all for listening to us today. And I want to thank all my co-host for being here and giving their personal testimonies i greatly enjoy it like i said if y'all have any comments or questions just shoot me a message and uh but it was good being with y'all tonight this is 10 man 20 and i'm signing out i will be back next week with another podcast on a different subject y'all have a good night